You are tired of average. You want more out of life. You know you're capable of something greater. This show will help you become resilient in your home, at work, and in your community. Welcome to the Resilient Humans Podcast with your host, Kevin Wood. All right. Damn it. I did it again. again. (laughs) I can't not. (laughs) Welcome back to the Resilient Humans Podcast. Co-host Ingrid is here for us today. Hello, everybody. All right. We have a topic today that, um, I don't know, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. It's about complaining. Hmm. We oh. hear we hear it in the gym, and I'm sure people complain outside of the gym, oh, too. Is it ever hot out today? God, I can't stand it. I see what you did there. <laughs> There's always something to complain about. Yep, there sure is. Isn't that true? If you look for it, definitely there will always be something. So we, we don't have an outline for this. I'm just going to lay that out right from the start. We're, Do we ever? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we have like bullet points that we have to hit. This one, we're just going to figure out what's, uh, what's the purpose? Like why, why do people complain? What's the intended outcome? What are we looking to get from it? Um, it's going to be mostly related to kind of in the gym, but I think it can be like blown out and pushed out to other facets of life. Uh, like complaining about traffic or the weather or the way your kid is acting. Um, they all, I think it all falls under the same kind of broad category of complaining. Sure. Absolutely. Cool. So I guess we could start with what, what do people complain about? (laughs) Well, anything and everything in my experience, whatever's annoying them in that given moment Annoyances, yeah. Yeah, whatever they're finding slightly irritating in their life. Um, I find mostly things that are out of their control, which is, you know, things like the traffic, the weather, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. And what's, I guess, what's the purpose of that? Like why, what's the purpose of complaining about the weather? What does that do for us as a species, as humans? Uh, well, I think it's more like, uh, looking for a shared experience with somebody like, Mm. yeah, it is hot. Oh yeah. I'm hot and sweaty too. I think there's comfort in, you know, grouping those negative feelings together. So you're not suffering alone. And so that, that translates to the gym as well. Oftentimes people will leave a really hard workout and they'll say, oh my God, that sucks so hard. That was so bad. But they're not, it's not like they're actually complaining. Like they signed up for it. Mm-hmm. They knew what they were getting into generally when they come into the gym. They know all the movements. Um, <laughs> generally, usually they're high-fiving each other while they're saying it. Right. Yeah. Oh man, that sucked. Boom. Like <laughs> there's kind of a, a camarader- camaraderie that's built from shared suffering. I talked about that in a, a previous podcast with Cadre Cleave. Um, shared suffering creates strong bonds. And that's true. But... I think there's like words matter and I think there's a better way of sharing that suffering without using complaining type words to get that across. Certainly. So instead of sucked, it sucked isn't an accurate description of how that felt to you. Right. So if you came out of a movie theater and you exclaimed as you were walking out the door, man, that sucked. What is that telling all of the people that are waiting in line to come back in to watch it for the first time? 
Well, it tells them that you think it sucked, but it also most likely frames the movie in a negative light before they've even had a chance to experience it for themselves. So let's put that back into the gym. What happens when you're done a workout and you're walking out the door and you yell, man, that sucked. There's a bunch of people that are standing around waiting to come in. What have you just told them? You've told them that they're about to have a shitty time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They haven't gone through that shared suffering that you just did with the people in your class. So while it might be appropriate, maybe to say it in the class with the people that you just did it with, it's not appropriate to exclaim to the people that have not done it yet because you're setting the scene. You're already laying out the foundation for what they're going to experience in the class and they might, might not have that same experience as you, but you've just set the scene. Sure. And they're still going to say, how was the workout? So what would you say instead? So words matter. And I just want people to become more conscious of this. When you say things like, oh man, that sucked, that sets a certain tone for the person receiving it. What are some other choice words that you could use that would maybe not have a a negative connotation to it? It could be, wow, that workout was really challenging for me. For me, yeah. I found that difficult, but I did it. Yeah. I got to work on one of my weaknesses today. Mm, Instead of saying it was hard or it was challenging, ah, man, I, I got the benefit of working on one of my weaknesses Yeah, that's a good one. Isn't that cool? Like it's just, that changes the entire mood of the conversation that you're trying to have with somebody, Mm -hmm. right? I I think that's great. And you know, people are often waiting around to come into class and they already have built it up inside their heads. What's going to happen? How is this going to feel for me? One of these, these movements I find difficult. So for other people to be coming out saying, oh my gosh, you know, that sucked. Uh, that's already going to do a little something to the amount of anxiety they might have. Um, but if someone came out and said, wow, you know, I find that movement really challenging, but I'm so glad I did it, or it was difficult, or, you know, really anything but just a negative word will do. I anything. Mean, we had in the previous podcast that kind of... Um, it was a well-listened-to episode about gym anxiety. I guess that, that kind of hit home with people. Um, if you're not a person that generally experiences gym anxiety, you don't really know what that feels like to hear those words, oh, man, that was hard or that sucked. Because you're you're like, yeah, I like, I like those workouts. Those are things I really enjoy. But there's a very large cohort of people that that would create a more heightened sense of anxiety and you're not, you're not helping at all when you say things like that. Yeah. And even people who don't feel that anxiety will come in and go, oh, well, I guess it, guess it's going to suck then. You know, so they just kind of put their heads. There's just a little less of the enthusiasm is a little bit knocked down a bit, I find. So there's, I feel there's appropriate times where it's okay. And I, I don't like, I don't know, complain has a, a, a connotation to it. Um, I think there is appropriate times where it's okay to vent. We all need to do that, but it's about making the best choice about knowing when to do the venting and to whom it's not okay to vent to your, your gym buddies that are beside working out beside you. I, I do not think that's the best time to do it unless it's just you two or 
your group in class, sure. But when there's other people around and they can hear that going on, to them it doesn't sound like venting. It sounds like complaining. Mm-hmm. And there's, I feel that there's two different things. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. 100%. You see it all the time. And words are important. We, we talk all the time about how you may not know how sending those words just out into the air, whose ears they're going to land on and how they're going to be taken. Um, so just just be aware. I want to say it's almost being deliberate. It, it's like mindfulness mm-hmm. or, or happiness or any, any other sense. It's making sure that you're deliberate or mindful, I guess, of who and who you're saying that to and, and where that's happening. Mm-hmm. 100%. Habit of negativity. You can also be mindful enough to practice the, the habit of being positive as well. Yes, but I think it would be very deliberate reframing of your language and some some thinking before speaking, perhaps, which is difficult for people coming, for instance, yeah. coming out of a workout. So what, okay, our verbal language would be more challenging to change. Mm-hmm. What language would be easier to start with? Your online presence, your writing. Yeah. Anything you write or type. Yeah. Because why? Because you see it as it's, you have to press send. You have to make a decision before. It's not like something just coming out of your mouth. There's a backspace button when you're writing or typing. Yeah. There's no backspace once you've said it. I was actually going to say a few (laughs) moments ago that the gym complaining actually sometimes starts before people even go to the gym once it's posted online and people see it sometimes what they comment on uh sort of in advance of going to the workout sets people up already as well that's true eh yeah i know when we posted that we had a big a longer workout uh posted yesterday there was a lot of uh interaction like there's a lot of people that liked it and that's fine um (laughs) But then some of the comments were like, oh, my God. Ugh. Ugh, right? it's gonna, this is going to be. I can hear. They typed it, but I could hear them go. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> These are people we know. So we can hear it actually coming out of their. Yeah. Out of their voice in their voice. But yeah, that's true. They kind of they've already set the stage before they even get here that it's not going to be enjoyable. I would argue that they do that as sort of a shared suffering ahead of time, sort of a camaraderie thing. Um, But again, for a newer member or an anxious member or somebody that's already just, you know, maybe fearing that a little bit, that could be off-putting. So more more of an appropriate way of exclaiming your disgust, disgust or disinterest for that particular workout is, Take a screenshot and send it to your buddy. Right. 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 If you know you're going to be in the, the class with them, then it's like, right. Ingrid, check this workout. Man, it's going to suck. We're going to suffer. Fine. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Do that. When you post it for every single person to see, like it's a public Facebook group. Everybody sees it. We want to try to prevent that as much or, uh, you know, avoid doing that as much as possible, I think. Sure. There's a bit of a comfort behind, you know, behind the keyboard or your phone because people are, you don't tend to think about how broad your audience is or how it might affect them. Mm. All right. So we're going to give some actionable actionable tips here, like things that you can take away from this 
to help. That's really it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is basically complain with a reason or for a reason. So there's no, there's no point or purpose in complaining about something that you can't control like traffic. It just, it doesn't matter. You complaining isn't going to make you go faster. It's not going to make the person in front of you get out of the way. It's just, it is what it is. And you just have to accept it. That's really just it. So just complain, complain with a reason in mind. Um, second one is use, but often. So you might be able to say, you know, the weather's terrible today, but I'm glad to be going out with my friends later tonight. Yeah. So now there's like, how can we take this negative thing? And then, Oh, here's, here's something positive as a result. Like we said earlier about, you know, that was a really challenging workout, but I get to work on my weaknesses. Therefore I'm improving. Right. It's just a way of kind of looking at the brighter side, seeing, seeing the silver lining in almost any situation. Yeah. You know, my kid was screaming his head off tonight, but I learned something that helped. Certainly. Whatever, whatever it is, right? Whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, keeping a gratitude journal, I find is, uh, it's, it's essential and it, it helps in so many ways. Um, instead of using, uh, social media as our, our platform to showcase how grateful we are, just keeping it in a a private diary or something that you can write in, uh, that speaks about all the good things that are going well in your life, no matter how small people often forget that. Oh, nothing good happened to me today. Bullshit. You woke up. Yeah, There's your you're first here. One. Yeah. Oh, you walked to the gym? Cool. There's a bunch of people that couldn't do that. Yeah. There's literally always something to be grateful for, no matter how small it is. So you write something down every single day. There's there's something to be said about just having an attitude of gratitude. It will play over into many aspects of your life. Yeah. I've had days where I write in my gratitude journal and I don't know what there is to say but I found something every single time, so every time. Scott Ramage, when we, I think he mentioned it on his podcast. Um, his walks. Yeah, his yeah. verbal, like he, out loud gratitude. Yeah. Wow. He walks early in the morning and says stuff to himself. Yeah, he just says it out loud. I love and it. And everybody thinks he's a crazy dude just talking to himself. Yeah, so and if, he's super joyful and thankful and, grat- you know, he's he's got it all going on. <laughs> he's on this uh, U.S. tour with his son right now. It's pretty cool watching uh, watching his journey. His son wants to kind of follow, follow in his him. dad's mm-hmm. footsteps. He so does. Uh, it's really cool to see. Anyway, if you haven't listened to the uh, Scott Ramage podcast, um, just scroll down and uh, take take a listen to that one because it was uh, really good, really good podcast. Yeah. Um, last one here that I have anyway, you might have another one, uh, like a bonus one, but, uh, it's to use social media constructively. Um, I know it's really hard, but when you scroll through social media all day, uh, it's not going to do you any good Mm -hmm. because that's where a lot of people go to air their grievances. Everything. Yeah. Everything comes out there. And I found, so I did a, a client of myself did this little two week challenge where we deleted social media from our phones kept it on our, our, like we could still go onto it on our um, desktop or laptop. But when it was off the phone, I was shocked at how much my attitude changed in those two weeks. It was crazy. 
I remember when you did that, but we did not have this conversation. Yeah. Can you elaborate a little bit? Okay. So prior, prior to removing it from my phone, I had these feelings of uh, irritation, just constant, like, I don't know, like I couldn't focus. Um, little things kind of irked me. I, I just didn't feel like myself, I guess. Okay. Um, and then when I got rid of it, I couldn't, I couldn't see all the complaining that was happening right. like at all. There was none. I just woke up. I did my meditation. I ate breakfast. I just went on with my, I did my French lesson and I, I kind of went on with my day <laughs> and I didn't have that opportunity to be kind of affected by all the negativity that was happening. You know, people complaining about politics and, uh, the healthcare system, like literally anything and everything under the sun that, that people complain about, I didn't, I didn't see it. Which made it easier for you to just not have those things in the front of your mind. It didn't set, Or even in the back of your it mind. It didn't set the mood for the day. Right. You were just doing that for yourself. And like, you're pretty good at that, you know, anyway. Like what's the, what's the news cycle? <sighs> fear, fear, fear. Right? It's everything. It's mm -hmm. just... What do we have to be scared of today? It's not really the news anymore. They don't just report like, here's something that happened. It's like, here's something to be fearful of right now. Yeah. And if you don't do this, you're going you're gonna to regret it. It's funny though. I don't watch the news and I generally live my life. Fear I don't want to say fearless. That would be a whole other podcast. Um, but not not fearful of the things I don't feel I need to be fearful of. I don't want to be needlessly fearful yeah. or find things to complain about that are a hundred percent out of my control. I just, that doesn't do well for my mental health or anyone around me really. Um, so I try to complain about things that I'm able to fix. There you go. Yeah. So I guess that fourth one was stay off the news. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's more uh i think it's just more entertainment now like it's there's not a an actual like journalistic uh value to it anymore it's hard to know. ascertain what is news and what's entertainment and what's a half and half well they've blurred they blurred the lines so well over the last decade or so yeah anyway um yeah interesting sounds like we're almost on to a different topic <laughs> <laughs> Write that down for later. Oh, geez. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so complaining, it, it happens the best. All of us do it some form or another. The point is to do it in the right time, in the right context and with the right people around and not just needlessly making it your default um, idea or actions. We want to yeah. make sure that it's used in, in the appropriate times and just not willy-nilly whenever you and in order to solve a problem you know I would even say yeah venting is okay but there should be a desired change or outcome not just complaining for the sake of being heard or okay. having somebody else's attention on you right on all right hope you <laughs> I feel like it's kind of a downer episode but it's I don't know I'm Tell okay here, here we go here we go no 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 here we go I'm gonna end this with I'm grateful that it's the weekend coming up and I get to spend it with some family in uh, uh, a new or a different city. We're going down to St. Andrews and we're just going to spend some time down there with, uh, with the family. 
and ha- enjoy our Canada Day celebrations. Well, I would like to say good luck with that. I am also looking forward to something very similar. And I hope everybody listening is finding some joy and gratitude in their life today. There you go. That is your, if you take nothing else from this, one action today is either write it down or say it out loud to somebody, one thing that you're grateful for. And that's how we're going to end this. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest episodes, be sure to subscribe and I'll see you next time.